It's the fourth Sunday of Easter here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is May 12, 2019. Today's readings come from Acts, chapter 13, verses 14 and 43 through 52, as well as Revelation, chapter 7, verse 9 and 14b through 17. The Gospel proclamation comes from John, chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. In the following reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we learn that when their message about Jesus was rejected by some Jewish people in Perga and Antioch, Paul and Barnabas began to preach to Gentiles, confident that this new direction is God's will for the gospel. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul and Barnabas went on from Perga and came to Antioch in Pisidia. On the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. When the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. The next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. But when the Jewish officials saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy. And blaspheming, they contradicted what was spoken by Paul. Then both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken first to you. Since you reject it and judge yourselves to be unworthy of eternal life, we are now turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have set you to be a light for the Gentiles, so that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and praised the word of the Lord. And as many as had been destined for eternal life became believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread throughout the region. But the officials incited the devout women of high standing and the leading men of the city and stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of their region. So they shook the dust off their feet in protest against them and went on to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from the book of Revelation, John's vision of a great multitude of people in white robes and carrying palm branches promises victory for all those who die a martyr's death, believing in Christ Jesus. Reading from the book of Revelation. After this, I, John, looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and people and languages, standing before before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. And one of the elders then said to me, these are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. 
They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to the springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. You have the words of everlasting life. I have a picture of Pope Francis, and it's a picture of Pope Francis with a lamb across his shoulders. He looks so happy. The Pope, not necessarily, the sheep looks happy too. You could just sense his delight, perhaps delight brought about by his memory of the promise of Jesus to be good shepherd. There's a story that when Saint Mother Teresa was among us, she went to a meeting at the United Nations and at one of the receptions this dignitary came to her and said, Mother Teresa, I'm not a Catholic, but can you teach me to pray a simple way to pray? And Mother took his big hand in her little hand, and she said, when you pray, Think about all the good that God is doing for you, all the good that God is giving you. And simply as you think of these things, say the words, what I did for you, what I did for you. Then, Mother continued, at the end of the day when you are ready to go to sleep, think of the good that you were able to do, the way you helped people, or the way you took care of someone's needs. Maybe you smiled at somebody, and think about that, and say, what 
I did for you. Think about the people whose lives you touched, the people for whom you smiled and, and were a joy. What I did for you. The diplomat was so touched by this, by the simplicity of this prayer, that tears flowed from his eyes. He hugged Mother Teresa, and he left always remembering what I did for you. God's words to us, and our words to God. When we celebrate Good Shepherd, what we really celebrate is that the life and the love of Jesus the Good Shepherd lives within us. If the risen Christ is risen, the risen Christ lives in us, making us aware of God in our lives and making us grateful for all the ways that we can be God's presence in the world. When you pray, what I did for you, God's words to us, what I did for you, our words to God. Happy feast day. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.